0: Well, 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 <coughs> well. Hello and welcome to the next edition of the Rapid Rogi Podcast. Wow, two in one week—that's pretty crazy. I'm Roger, and my topic today is a little bit of a controversial one. Um, I believe. I'll go with, can someone be problematic, yet can you still respect them? And I think the answer is yes. And some people who I know might not agree with that, but honestly, it's just a heavy opinion of mine. Now, I'm not saying, like, someone who sexually assaulted someone or, like, you know, whatever. Like, there are degrees, for sure. If I knew a guy that sexually assaulted a woman, I... That's not problematic. That's just wrong. And that person would be out of my life. Period. Like... But what I'm more referring to is, you know, um, someone saying something or having an opinion or belief previously, um, and they change course or they grow, say I was 19, 20 years old, like I mean, God, like, I mean, I, I don't know, like, I'd say 10 years ago, 11 years ago, I was, uh, I wasn't like in an incel type of frame of mind, don't, don't get me wrong, but I certainly was more in like an anti-feminist type of mindset, which is hard to believe considering that I'm fairly, like, strong on uh, the way I feel when it comes to feminism. I'm very pro at this point, and I'm not doing that for woke points. I'm doing it because I came to realize things over the years that uh, I didn't know back then. And, I mean... I could count that as being someone who didn't interact with women as much as I should. Or, like, you know... I don't know. Just I think that would be a big thing. Or, like, I didn't have many relationships with women. Um, and it's just, like, it manifested into thoughts, you know. And... It took the form of self-preservation and privilege as opposed to taking the whole scope of every idea, which is what I do now, which I feel is a much better approach. And like, yeah, like I was going to say, too, that um, everybody is problematic I don't fucking care who you are. I'm sorry. That's like... Like, to me, like, it doesn't even matter who you are or what you do. You have done something problematic. Or you've had a problematic opinion. You've had a problematic action that you've pulled. Doesn't matter. Like... If you think you're un- unproblematic, then you're truly fucking lying to yourself. And that's why I believe in, like, sort of a second chance type of thing. If someone does something shitty, then I believe they deserve a second chance. Like, I don't, again, That <laughs> that's not saying like certainly not saying like rape or sexual assault or domestic violence that I can't abide by at all that's that's just wrong shit that's period like that's not being problematic that's how problematic is you know having an opinion that's not you know informed in my opinion, like I like me saying, like oh, women get away with everything, you know. Women have this, and that. Uh, women, all women, have to do is like, because this is. And I preface this: this is what I used to think like, and I'm not proud of it, but it is how I thought. It's just like women need just, you know. Um, Especially someone who has, like, physical disability because of my mental disability, which with my anxiety and everything and um, fibromyalgia stuff, um, it's just like (sighs) I'm pretty screwed when it comes to income. And I have to rely on income support. And I would get mad because I'm like, Oh, if I was a hot girl, I could just fucking pose naked or do naked things or whatever. And just earn a shit ton of money and be okay. Even if I was going through all these things, right? Like, and I resented them. I really did. Like, I resented women because of that. And that was completely unfair for me. And I've since completely come around on that fact. Because, I mean, especially because women have it a lot harder than we do as men. And, like, I mean, obviously and trans people have it harder than both men and women. So it's just, like, there's a lot of intersectionality there. Like, I mean, as a white, cis, queer person, I don't have it particularly ultra hard. Like, I mean, uh, especially like, I mean, with, uh, with the company that I keep, um, like generally like 99% of the people that I know are so welcoming and so, you know, Took me in with open arms as soon as I admitted I was pansexual. Like, no no problem. No qualm. Cause they know I'm the same guy. Like it's I'm not any different. It's just that like uh, you know, I like to paint my nails and I like to, you know, maybe wear an article of clothing or something that's not male particularly. It doesn't mean I'd be wearing dresses, but if I wore dresses it wouldn't matter to them either. You know, right? Like I wear feminine type clothes what would be stereotypically like colours, I would say. And I paint my nails and stuff like that, you know. And I wear my pansexual ring with the colors. And I wear my pride bracelet. And I wear my pansexual bracelet. You know, I I don't hide it anymore. So, there's stuff like that, right? So, I am getting a little off topic, I guess. But, I think, like, my point about Discussing all that was, it's just like, you know, um, especially since I was living life as a cis male straight at the time, I mean, I mean, I was not straight, but, you know, I presented as straight and no one would have known the difference. It's not like I don't like women, so it would be pretty easy to present straight you know, not a, not a hard task, you know, but, um, yeah, and I just was embittered towards women for a long time, because I just thought they had life on easy street, when I had no fucking idea, and, like, once I just discussed things with women, and, just seen what women went through, like, I still have no idea what women go through. But the little that I do, it just makes me so angry that I ever thought things that I did in the first place. Because it's incredibly difficult to be a woman. Because you're constantly leered at, you're constantly harassed, you're constantly just you have no privacy like it's just I couldn't deal with that and that's the honest truth so you know yeah (laughs) again I'm kind of going off topic a little bit too but like this is still this is still building on what how I was problematic and I believe I deserved a second chance to fix my problematic thoughts. And I did. I educated myself. I discussed things. Got better. You know? <clears throat> and I still always have things to learn. Um, like, um, I mean, Jamila, Jamil. Uh, From the good place Uh, she's said some definite problematic things but um, I actually tend to agree with her in the respect that it's like she calls herself a feminist in progress and I call myself like a human in progress because I will continue to make mistakes and I'll always have to build and be different and you know fix some things fix some thought patterns that i have i think we all do and that's the whole thing and i mean is it as uncomfortable as it is like i mean i don't think i was ever like i wouldn't say that i was ever racist like to any point But I can't lie and say I did not participate in casual racism during my childhood and during my uh, adolescence. Like, like everyone that was white pretty much did, doesn't excuse it, doesn't do anything to, you know, make it any better, it just, it was. And... I I feel shitty for not stopping myself from doing it. And it wasn't like this is sort of in the line of being problematic again. Like, that's what I call problematic. Like, something that you do that's not cool, but it can be redeemed and you can change. And I believe I've changed completely in that way. I'm no longer casually racist or anything like that, certainly. Like, I do not put up with that in my conversations anymore. Like, and it was just, uh it took a while and it took some strength, but I think, like, I'm proud of the work that I've done, but obviously, I mean, it's like, I'm patting myself on the back and being like, I deserve a medal for not engaging in casual racism. And when I say casual racism, I mean stuff that's not blatant, right? You know, but the thing is, casual racism is just as bad as vehement racism in ways because it's just like, You're still being very dehumanizing to a person. Extremely dehumanizing to a person. Because you're being casual about it. You're just like, they're not white, whatever, I don't care. Like, I don't care about them or whatever. Or you stereotype them. You say, oh, blah, blah, blah. You you, you know all the stereotypes. I'm not going to bring them up, but, you know... And, I mean... it, it, And I still had, like, many, like, people of color as friends. Like, lots of my friends were not just white. I had a very, like, just different group of friends. I had Native friends, mostly, and I had white friends. Um, Like, I just had... I didn't discriminate in any way, like, that way. But I think, still, even when you have, I mean, even with Native friends they engaged in casual racism against themselves with me. Like, you know, it's just, um, yeah, just, and it's not right. It's just not, not stuff that I'm cool with. So, I mean, it took a long time, longer than I'd like to admit, but I think I've evolved to a place where I'm pretty good, at least, and I keep growing and, you know, keep evolving, and I will make mistakes, you know, but... um The thing I want to bring up, like afterwards is mostly, like, I mean, sort of, like, to conclude is, like, there's a difference between become being problematic and establishing a pattern, like, if you're continually the same, like, you don't learn anything, you don't, it's like, it's not like an apology fixes everything. Certainly it doesn't. Like, that would be, you know, that would just be naive to think that. But, I mean, it helps to apologize for your actions, for sure. But you have to show with your actions that your apology actually meant something in the first place. And I believe I've done that through my actions, for sure. And, you know... My changing opinions of women and of, you know, using casual racism. Like, cause see, where I'll say this, I'll say this, I was never really, I was never really racist, like, to the point where it's like I actually hated someone because they were of a different race than me. But I still used stereotypes and I still used you know what i would call casual racism in reference to people because i it was more like i didn't think it was harming i didn't think it was aggressions but they were that's that's more or less what it is you know so to that end i'm certainly absolutely regretful for Any participation in casual racism and like anti-woman bigotry that I might have been involved in in my life but as a problematic person you know I'm, I'm hoping that over the years considering that I have changed drastically that people can see past that and I think they can because I mean, I'm not the only one, for sure. We're all problematic in our own way. So, let's all fix things in our own way. And let's not jump down the throats of people that are a little bit problematic. You know, let's try to help them fix that habit instead of jumping down their throats about it. Because the more we antagonize people instead of trying to bring each other together the more division there will be and it's just that's just the way it's going to be and um division is never good unity is best it doesn't mean that you have to agree with everything that everybody thinks but at the same time you have to unify over a common goal I think, in society and in life. So, you know, do talk to people who have problematic thoughts. Just sort of discuss, you know, why that might be problematic or why things that they're saying or their actions might not be the best and, like, just see how that goes. Don't condescend. Don't, you know, patronize because... You've been there before. You've done these things. So, you know, just try to do something. It's not always going to work out. Some people will be rigid rigid in how they do things. So, you know, but at least try. I think that's all you can ask for. This has been the Rap and Raji podcast about problematic people. I apologize if I've gone a little bit all over the place. Um, for my next episode, I think it's going to be a group episode. Um, I'm going to bring on a couple of friends to discuss a topic which I will be coming up with later. I'm not sure where I'm going to head with it. Uh, it might be considering uh, the friends that I'm considering to put on. It may be spirituality. Um, It may be a certain moral code. Um, Things like that. Like, I think that's probably where it's headed. So, uh, until next time, uh, thank you all for listening to me, and uh, have a blessed day. Wonderful day. I don't know why I said that, because I'm, I'm an atheist, but... Do have a good day. Thank you very much. Have a good one.